Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. Derogi. This week, The Interlocutor by William Dawson Kenny. The puppeteers grew old together. The two were identical twins and partners in the would-be family business. The maker died as his craft was nearing perfection. Though the interlocutor's performance, the eulogy, was given by a crowd, Dr. Flotsam, Dame Jane Argyle, and Growler the Dog Detective, the characters celebrated their creator's life, and the affair, though sparsely attended, was far from somber. The interlocutor's spirits stayed high as he returned home and packed away his brother's bedroom. Old habits were out of reach, so he went out for a television and groceries. A week passed, and he again refilled the pantry, splurging on boxed tuna dinners and ginger ale. The cast of puppets waited, piled by the door to the workshop in an urchin of limbs and manipulation wires. The workshop door had been shut since the maker's passing. As the maker and interlocutor had done since childhood, the puppets communicated wordlessly. They lamented the loss of their father and the drained spirit of the one that kept their voices. Disagreements flared as to how responsible the interlocutor was for their misery and stiff joints. Their accents, wit, and barks at once lay deep within and hid far away. The final puppet show before the maker's passing had been at a birthday party. The children fidgeted and only quit whispering when Growler emerged, one paw flailing with a magnifying glass with which he inspected nostrils. As Growler returned to the leather case, the children believed, or decided, the show was over and fled for cake. One evening, the interlocutor knelt beside the jumbled puppets. Before the funeral, the interlocutor facilitated group discussion, intervening as himself only when Dr. Flotsam's pedantry threatened to overwhelm the others. Joy flooded their wooden arms as he animated them. The feeling wilted in moments. He had only detached the dame's novel and returned to watching television. The maker had labored a month on the book. Under magnification, the text of the 143rd page of Wuthering Heights could be read in precise typescript. He marveled at the words until the wee hours of the morning when he sprung from the chair. The interlocutor pushed into the workshop and fumbled for a light switch. Awls, files, blocks of thermocol, and pliers clattered onto the floor. He bent to retrieve them as needed. He avoided the puppet's eyes as he borrowed the strings that enabled movement, and then their clothing and limbs. They were left in pieces. Unbidden, voices rose in the workshop. Growler yipped. Dame Jane Argyle wept and pled for the return of her book. The doctor worked himself into a vicious lather. Though the interlocutor's mouth moved as rapidly as his hands, he himself said nothing. The din died when the new puppet was done. His time watching his brother work had perhaps tainted his expectations. 
The puppets were speechless to see their sibling made like a mythic mortal from the bodies of others. Even for an amateur's attempt, it was feeble and ugly. He dare not risk animation, lest it would fall apart. Some minutes passed, and polystyrene particles gave light dimension. The first consideration was emoting at the corners of the mouth. He recalled bedroom games, wherein the twins sustained a mirroring through deranged expressions and complex hand movements. Even then, when he was well-practiced, the crinkle of the maker's smile was trouble. His brother's voice was a pitch higher, and also he was a mumbler. The interlocutor hurried to the living room and returned with the television, setting it on top of the tools. He stared at himself in the dark screen. Sprawled on the work table was a failed effigy. What was reflected made his insides squirm. The voice needed work. That crinkle still wavered, but Growler, the only character for which his life-giving skills had ever matched the maker's craft, had taken decades to perfect. The puppets watched with patchwork faces and wires inextricably nested. This has been The Interlocutor, written by William Dawson Kenny. For more information about Manawaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manawaker.com, which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manawaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C.B. D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Manawaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast... You have a broken heart. Relief poured over Mirabelle. She didn't have to say it out loud. I do. Then you must drink. What? Follow us.